Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Eric Geyer. Eric, are you ready to do this? Let's do this, George. Yes, let, let's go. Eric is the CEO of Pure Assurance. They're an organization advising business owners and entrepreneurs on the implementation of life insurance as a retirement vehicle and custom designed health insurance. I'm excited to have you on. Eric, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I have this great photo of me that I found, and it's like this 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 like afro I have with that simply red thing over the front, and it was when I worked at Merrill Lynch in 1987, and I got the job uh, in lieu of taking two courses in high school, so that was like my first real job, nice. and and I worked for a broker who uh, covered a lot of high net worth clients, and I actually was there the day the market tanked 500 points, mm. over 500 points. So uh, this particular broker, um, when the market went down on Friday, he said it can't possibly do that again, so he took most of the day off. Mm. So I was actually there on that Monday to fend for myself when people were calling in frantically that their retirement savings was, was in the toilet. And, you know, aside from me shaking for about 24 hours afterwards, because I had never had a barrage on that, it basically woke up my um, my senses to how important, uh, you know, retirement savings can be. Um, long and short, after college, I went into financial services and worked on Wall Street for the better part of the next two decades. Um, what I did there was I, I covered uh, institutional um, investors, asset managers who traded global equities, um, and many of my clients um, were pension funds. And you know, I would actually see their performance uh, head on. I would see the fees they charge. And, um, you know, long and short of it is I wanted to eventually get to a place where I could make a difference and help people on a more one on one basis rather than, you know, let's call it the wholesale side where, you know, I was I was investing uh, on behalf of asset managers. So that's basically what got me to where I where I am today. Nice. Well, appreciate that. And did you mix in some personal stuff there, Eric? And 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 and, and I missed it. So what? What I did was so okay. Um, in '97, I was sent to Hong Kong um, to help build up our uh, Asian equity operation out there. At the time, I was with a company called Instanet, who basically invented electronic trading on a large scale level. So um, I went to I went to Hong Kong. Um, the goal was to bring over money to Asia from US-based asset managers. Uh, and also, since I was really the only American there, I had to um, represent the Asian accounts uh, there trading in New York. So lo and behold, I didn't trade that much, but I made, I, I didn't sleep that much, that is. <laughs> um, and and um, 
you know, I made some good friends and we, we traveled to Indonesia, to Thailand on the weekends. It was really, really cool. Um, so I, that, that was amazing. Um, and then a few years later I decided I needed a break from the business. So I moved down to the South of France. Um, I bought myself a little convertible. I hired a sommelier to teach me all about French wine. And, um, I dated a girl that was a little younger than the average age that I usually date. So, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but, <laughs> uh, but it was, it was a great experience. And, uh, so I kind of did like the incremental retirement things and then came back to the business and resumed where I left off. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's my life. It's certainly been interesting. All right, perfect. So it's not necessarily, uh, at least from my perspective, a, a straight line from Merrill Lynch to um, covering international institutional asset managers and working with pension funds yeah. to getting into the world of life insurance as a retirement vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's so, so important. So, and, and this is like one of the things, you know, you stumble on. I, I didn't know about life insurance as an investment vehicle um, years and years ago. But when you learn how powerful it is, how you can essentially become your own bank in the process, it's really an invaluable um, uh, asset that, that, everybody um should hold at some point um you know it, it, it and it makes a huge difference in your life it could mean the difference between you having a successful life not just retirement and you know one where you're just paying interest to outside banks and never basically coming out under the veil of, of uh, coming out under the um, veil of debt so um i love it it's 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 awesome Nice. I appreciate that. It's always interesting to hear um, somebody's journey through the world of finance. I started as a New York Life agent 20-some years ago, and so that was my sort of foundation was was working with life insurance. And now I've yep. sort of gotten to the point where I, I'm well relatively aware of, of all things financially. So to hear that somebody that was doing the um, – more advanced type, high finance type stuff was not aware of it. it. It's just an interesting thing. So I think that a lot of people who are listening probably aren't all that familiar with thinking about life insurance as an asset class or an actual asset, uh, more so than just pure life insurance protection. So give us a little bit of a rundown for how you share that with people who maybe aren't necessarily familiar with it. Yeah, absolutely. So life insurance is one of those um, few things that offers the best of three worlds, right? It's it's actually the only thing, right? It has a tax-free death benefit. It has tax-deferred cash value accumulation potential and tax-free loans and withdrawals, right? What more do you want? Plus, when you're investing in one of these policies and it's an investment vehicle, you're immediately taking um, income tax rate risk off the table. Right. So one of these one of these, let me call them the the TV gurus like Dave Ramsey and Susie Orman, who talk up the 401k thing um, so much that, you know, you don't risk. You don't you don't realize many people don't realize that when they're investing in a 401k, they're basically exposing themselves to a future of unknown risk. Right. So um, let's let's just take our current scenario, for example, we're, we're staring down the, 
the barrel of a $30 trillion federal debt, right, with this new stimulus package that that just that just went into effect. Um, there's another $3 trillion on the table for infrastructure. That's got to get paid back at some point. You can't just print money in perpetuity um, and, and, um, and, and not feel a, uh, without consequences, right? So by, by taking that, that income tax risk off the table now, paying your taxes now when we're at a 37% rate, um, it, it just makes perfect, perfect sense. So, you know, one of the things that I recommend clients do is to only fund 401ks up to a company match. That's the easiest thing that somebody can do right now um, if they're employed. Fund your 401k up to your company match, no more, redirect that other money into more sensible investments, like, you know, like a deferred annuity that provides you guaranteed lifetime income and a, an IUL um, retirement vehicle that um, that also offers uh, the best of all worlds, in my opinion. I mean, think about that. Would you would you rather um, would you rather buy a car by taking out a loan from an outside source, or would you rather lend yourself the money to buy you to buy yourself a car, and still earn the money um, that you have built up in your cash value life insurance policy, and pay yourself back? And you know, increase your your basis uh, in your policy. It just—I know it's a little complex. I'm getting into, but you know, that's kind of the gist of it. You know, wh- why why um, uh, rely on outside um, help when when you can do everything internally? And I think that should definitely be a goal for everybody. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate the benefits you just laid out about how it. The cash value inside of a life insurance policy can grow tax deferred. There's a tax-free death benefit when you eventually do die. It's going to happen to everybody. And then you're able to take out uh, money on a tax preference, tax, oftentimes tax-free basis. Uh, so that sounds awesome. Um, w- what are the drawbacks? Nothing is just perfect on its, on its own. There's always going to be the other side of the coin, right? It's expensive. Right. It is expensive. Um, but the government knows that they're giving you this incredible opportunity. So, you know, so the the barrier to entry is a little higher. Right. So let's just kind of liken it to a um, a five story building. Um, let's say that you were to build a five story building, um, but you are only allowed to rent the first floor out the first year. So you've got this big mortgage. Um, you're, you're only allowed to collect mortgage. Uh, you're only allowed to collect rent on the first story for the first year, right? So you have a lot of, you have a lot, you don't have a lot of value. You have a lot of outflow. The second year, um, you can do the first two stories, the third year, the third story. And finally, you know, by year five, you're collecting all this profit um, and and paying out less in mortgage. So that's kind of like um, the the IUL example. And it's something that you have to let grow, right? You're not going to see immediate benefit from it. Um, but you know you let it sit for sit for a few years, seven years, eight years, and then you start seeing the benefits. So um, 
yeah, I, and, and the other thing is you have to be okay with paying taxes now. So, you know, you're going to take a view that taxes will be higher in the future, uh, which everybody seems to think they will to, you know, pay for this mountain of debt that we've incurred. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the, you know, that's the drawback I would guess. But, you know, it's, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, you have to kind of look at it that way. No, I certainly appreciate that. And I, I think it's the the tax benefits of, of a life insurance policy are absolutely undeniable. The concerns that I share with you about where tax rates are going in the future, and it's really hard to do retirement planning because I have no idea where tax rates are going to be. So if major sources of my retirement income puzzle are going to be subject to that moving target, it makes it pretty tricky. So being able to uh, diversify with uh, a a tax-preferred stream of income, this operates a lot like a a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k is certainly a benefit. Um, Yeah, and you know what the paradox is with the the Roth? It's you're not eligible if you earn over a certain amount of money to even participate in the Roth. So the people who have the tax, a lot of people who have the tax problem um, aren't even able to contribute to a Roth because they make too much money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You get phased out. So I appreciate that. I also appreciate your, your, your analogy about the five story building. Cause I think oftentimes people hear that, like they, 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 they hear the upside of, of these products and they say, oh, this is great. This sounds awesome. But they're not told and they're not educated that this is, in fact, a long-term place for your money. It is not I put money money in and I can get it right out, um, that there is a five, ten-year time horizon on this. Um, and the reality is that you also have to pay premium. So if you're not in a great financial situation, then this probably is not a good place for you to put your money. That's that's exactly true. But if you do have the option of um, of limiting your 401k benefits, you could redirect some of that money where it's not such an effect, doesn't have a direct effect on any additional spending. Um, It all depends upon your your situation. And, you know, and I'm sure your financial advisor, everybody's financial advisor can put together a needs analysis. I do it for my clients every day. Um, We look at where you are, where you want to be and just kind of construct a plan that doesn't infringe too much on your or at all, if possible, on your day to day um, life and, um, you know, and, and see if it's something that we can make happen. Another thing people have to remember is that when they pay taxes in retirement on that 401k, um, money that the three largest, um, deductions they had while they were working, that is mortgage interest deduction, the child exemptions, um, and the, um, and the, uh, the tax, the pre-tax contributions to the qualified plans are likely gone in retirement. So, the, so, so your your biggest cost in retirement is likely going to be taxes. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but money you take out of these policies does not count as ordinary income. 
Correct. If you do it, if it's constructed properly, um, if you construct them as policy loans, they are not ordinary income. And it doesn't add to, and that's it's so it's non-taxable, but it's not counting. So if you're taking out twenty five thousand dollars from your four hundred one k, which is in a traditional, and then you take twenty five thousand dollars out of your life insurance policy, your taxable income is still only twenty five thousand. So it's not impacting your total tax base. Correct. It's not like it's not like investing in like a tax free municipal bond, where even though you're not paying tax on it, it still adds to your provisional income. Perfect. I like it. Yeah. It's um it's it, it's 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 a great thing and um you know it's it's just something that um people don't use enough and if you kind of look back into history to see how effective these things were um James Penny the uh the founder of JC Penny during the Great Depression, um, borrowed from his uh, from his cash value life insurance policy to meet payroll and to keep his company afloat. J.C. Penney would have been out of business during the Great Depression if not for his cash value life insurance policy. Same with Walt Disney; he couldn't get um, he couldn't get an investment to build Disneyland in Anaheim when he was in the mid fifties. So again, he borrowed from his cash value life insurance policy to build Disneyland. And if we look at today's, uh, an example from today, Jim Harbaugh, you're probably not a Michigan fan, but um, he became one of the highest paid college football coaches ever um, when, a, when an, a cash value life insurance policy was added to his compensation package. It'll provide millions of dollars for him in the future. Yeah, it's fascinating when you start to learn about, about the product and how companies have millions and millions and millions of dollars of life insurance that they own on corporate officers and banks own life insurance on it's just it's it, it's a fascinating thing so it goes way beyond yeah. just buying a buying a simple life insurance policy but and, and i mean how if you look at how safe it is um to be in a in an a-rated um uh, insurance company like allianz um you know it, it's you don't have to worry about is your money going to go away, right? Because the FDIC is backed by insurance, right? <laughs> the, the IC and FDIC is, is, is insurance corporation. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 insurance is a, is, is a great vehicle that people don't entertain mostly because they don't know about it. And, you know, a lot of life insurance people don't feel comfortable talking about it because, uh, I mean, I, I would just suffice to say it blows my mind. But you know, this is one of the greatest legal—I um, don't want to call it secrets, but strategies—that that's around. Perfect. Well, Eric, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? You know, I'm going to go back to the 401k thing. It's it's something that everybody can do. Most people who are employed, um, they um, they contribute to a 401k. So I'm going to say it again: only contribute up to the company match. Um, there are better ways to invest the excess money. Also, since we're in a low interest rate environment, if you're paying extra money to pay your mortgage off um, sooner, there's better ways of, of, of using that extra money as well. And 
The third thing I would say, I know you only asked for one, but I'm getting a little <laughs> carried away here, um, is the mutual fund thing. People don't realize that they have to pay on incremental gains, even though they're not withdrawing their money from mutual funds. Um, and you have high management fees, you have inflation. There's, there's a much better way to, there's a much better investment um, than to do than 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 a mutual fund. So those three things: 401k up to a company match, um, uh, redirect your mutual fund investments because likely you're not making as much as you think you are um, when you take all the fees out of it. And um, the third one is if you have a very low interest mortgage, um, you know don't uh, pay excess premium or don't pay excess money to that mortgage to pay it down earlier, redirect that and let's see if we can um, if we can invest it in a better vehicle that'll benefit you more in the future. Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? So um, you could go to my website, uh, www.pureassurance.com. Uh, you can feel free to email me directly at eric, E-R-I-C, at pureassurance.com. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Um, have, a, have a very um, no-pressure, uh, no no-obligation conversation with you. And, um, you know, t- uh, talk to your, also your financial advisor about some of these concepts and see if, you know, they may be able to help you. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Eric your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to pureassurance.com. That's P-U-R-E-S-U-R-A-N-C-E.com. Shoot Eric an email and connect. Thanks again, Eric. Thanks, George. You're a gentleman. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.